0: Welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast, bite-sized where you receive news, updates, discussion and everything significant in football Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Usually we have three segments, you've seen another, but as we all know, due to the virus and the lockdown, there hasn't been any football, so we'll continue discussing topics. In our last episode, we discussed infrastructure, growth, expanding our game in both Africa and Ghana. Um, but today I would like to do something a bit more fun and discuss the best Ghanaians to feature in Europe's top five leagues, talent, achievements, and moments. We may even delve into the US and the Far East. If not, we'll make an article or we'll post in regards to it. But before I introduce my guests, I want to add, as well as it being fun in the discussion, I also want to also add a disclaimer. With our age, obviously being between 30 and 35, there might be the odd thing that we might potentially miss out on, which... Obviously, there's a reason why, obviously, it's an interactive platform. Um, by all means, obviously, um, as I mentioned before, tweeting, emailing, will open the discussion up, obviously, via Twitter and also via Instagram as well. Um, anything we missed out, or anything along that nature. My guest today is a long-time friend, fellow Ghanaian, and someone who frequents in Ghana a lot, and has a lot of experience, obviously, in Junior Jimba. Yes. Apart from cultural importance Do you want to explain some of the reasons why it's important to visit Ghana?
1: In terms of cultural, um, it's just about being in touch really, isn't it? About being in touch, knowing your roots and knowing where you're coming from, the importance of keeping that link kind of thing. Yeah, just about knowing thyself really, to be honest with you. That is is the main importance of keeping in touch with the Ghanaian roots other than obviously um, culture, which obviously plays a big part in it. And yourself, personally? And myself, personally? Well, I currently go back to Ghana very often. I have a business over there, which is actually a lounge. I just wanted to be a part of something that was our own, you know, in our own country. Something to help build up the economy, help give jobs out in Ghana. And, yeah, it's worked out all right so and do you want to know
0: And do you want to and let the people know where they can find, A, this lounge, the name of the lounge, and maybe some of the socials?
1: You can find us in Osu for those that are in Ghana. Osu on Cuckoo Hill. Um, The socials on Instagram is Medusa Lounge. That's M E D U S A Lounge. L O N L O U N G E dot G H. So that's Medusa Lounge dot G H on on Instagram is where you can find us. And then um, in Osu, also on Cuckoo Hill Crescent.
0: Cool. Just very quickly now, like people have like these type of discussions all the time as to who's the best player, who's had this sort of impact, this, the kind of like Messi-Ronaldo kind of debate. And I want this to be a fun conversation. So I'm gonna just go through the leagues that we're gonna discuss. So we're gonna discuss yeah. Spain and Portugal, which I think we'll do combined. Wanna do Holland, yeah. England, France, Italy and Germany. Parameters also for discussion for each country will be five minutes per conversation. If I feel I or we require more time, I'll say added time, or you can jump in and say added time. At the end of the discussion, yeah. Or so you'll make a decision personally or collectively as to we feel who's had the biggest impact. And if we have maybe further discussion as to whether it's youth players or otherwise, we can have that as well. You ready? Yep, yep, yep. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so we're going to start with Holland. So I will name a player and then I'll say why I believe this person had a great impact. And then Holland. you'll name a player and then we'll, 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 start with, we'll go we'll from start there. With
1: Holland.
0: Oh, sorry. No, we said we're going to start with Spain, didn't we? Spain and Portugal. Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So apologies. We said off here. we're going to start with Spain and Portugal. Okay, cool. Spain. I'm going to go with... Yeah, I'm, going to be, I'm not going to go with some of the obvious ones. I'm going to go with someone's quite simple. So I'm going to go with Rocaso. So he played for like a combined nine years in a league. And I remember, obviously, when he first made his debut in a league, I was kind of like, who's that? He played for Espanyol, Elche, Villarreal and Alaves. So for me, he was very, very successful in his time there. Who have you got in regards to Spain and Portugal? I've got Party. Okay.
1: He's obviously um kind of fairly newish, I would say. He's been around for a little while, but he's really and truly just kind of come to into the limelight right now. Currently plays for um Atletico and also represents Ghana as well. Um the national team. Done very well, played countless amount of games um in the first team, is a natural starter in that team. Yeah.
0: Cool, cool, cool. I've got one more. I mean, we we had this discussion. In fact, we've had the discussion, obviously I made a post about as to Ghanaians in general, not necessarily, I don't want to say not necessarily, but I mean, in terms of prominence, there's not many in Spain and Portugal. I think yeah. compared to some of the other European leagues. So I've got one more player. I've got Christian Atsu and he was someone who was kind of like under the radar for me, but I remember him playing for Porto. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so I've got Christian Atsu. So I know he was at Porto for a number of years before, I think, coming to Chelsea. I'm not too sure there was a loan period, but I do believe he was signed up for for another years before he came mm-hmm. to Chelsea and then from there he currently plays for Newcastle. So mm-hmm. that's as far as it goes for me anyway in regards to impact in Spain and Portugal. But again, as I said, it's an in- interactive uh, platform yeah. by, all, by all means. Someone DM me, um, drop messages. And I'm, and I'm happy to post as many as many players as possible as to having a real impact in Spain and also Portugal. I know there are, there are more. I've got one more. Okay, sorry. Go on. I've
1: got was that Brian the goalkeeper. Yep. He, he actually um, started off at Malaga in in the younger ages, so as part of the Malaga goalkeepers, and he's obviously was a national team goalkeeper as well, and he's currently back in Spain currently I think in the second division I think it was but but yeah he started off at Malaga so yeah he's he was Ghana's number one keeper for a couple of years so yeah that's about it for me I don't really like we said Spain is not really Spain and Portugal are not really strongholds naturally for our players kind of thing so yeah
0: okay cool before we actually go into maybe making decisions on who we feel has made made the most impact in those countries Mm. I'm going to run through one or two Players that I know, in fact, they're not actually um Spanish as such. No, no, sorry, they don't have to be Spanish. Sorry, so Eunice Musa, uh, who was at Arsenal and currently plays for Valencia, um, he's out mm-hmm. there. And there's, I'm gonna say, I hope I've, I, I think I'm gonna make a mistake, but I think I think Elvin, Elvin Mensa, Elvin, God, I forgot his mm-hmm. name. Um, but he's recently moved from Nottingham Forest. Oh, got so I've got my notes here, not Forest. No, Arvin Apia, he recently moved from. Here from Forrest to Almeria, I believe it is. And I think he's actually doing quite well because I think they're close to promotion, obviously, before, before the coronavirus. And so yeah, those yeah. are the two other individuals I'm, I'm aware of. But let's okay. let's go very quickly. Who do we feel has made the most impact? Do you want to go who do you think made the most impact?
1: In terms of the players that we've mentioned, I would say uh, it's a hard one to call. I uh, do. The, the, the reason why... I mean, you can stay on the
0: fence, but just, you know... The reason why it's a hard
1: one to call for me is because Wacaso, when he first came onto the scene, was he, he was quite a big player, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but I just feel like with Thomas Partey, he's come in at the... Well, he's now being seen as an elite midfielder, not just a player playing for a big club. Did that make sense? No, it you know?
0: makes a lot of sense. I mean, I would have echoed exactly those things. I feel Wacaso's played in Spain and made an impact for a long time and he and he was a player of, I don't want to say he didn't fulfil his potential but player of great yeah. promise and was very very good in Spain whereas Partey for me we're talking about potentially now n- next level of player I mean exactly. I, I think we are yeah yeah
1: yeah 100 that, that performance against Liverpool
0: in the Champions League was <laughs> no, no 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 I mean we spoke yeah. about for a
1: few weeks after so you know what yeah. you really have to be a football person to take in what he actually did yeah you know what I'm saying? Because it just, it looked like they were running them ragged, but he was breaking up a lot of play. A lot of play.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Okay, let's move on. So I think we said we are going to discuss Holland next, yeah? I've got yeah. two personally for Holland anyway. Um, so mine is Neil Amity. So I know he played a part in, I forget the years, there was the 91, I think 95 success in regards to winning the youth championships. And I think he yeah. played a part... In both of those, I'm not too sure. Sorry, my it, me, memories just failed me. Um, so he played a part in one or both of those. And he was one of the standout players. And from there, he went to play for either PSV or Feyenoord. I've, I'm not too sure um, yes. whether he won any league titles, but he was very instrumental in his time in Holland. Before he actually came to England. So Lee, Neil Amtys, my first pick for Holland.
1: Yes, you've got... Um, that was at Man United.
0: Ooh! No no
1: no I wasn't <laughs> thinking about those yet. gone. Uh what's the name again? Fossil Mensah. We got you're, you're Fossi Menssa. Memphis Depay. Memphis Depay. that's what I was talking about. He is obviously somebody that is uh played in, in the Dutch system for most of his career. You yeah. he made a lot of appearances. I feel like that's where he made he's made a much more um, better impact in that league than he actually did in the in the Premier League, whether it's Just due to being at home, or maybe the expectation um, might have been too high at Man United or whatever. But he's somebody that is literally on fire right now. You know what I'm saying? And playing very well for both club and country.
0: Cool. All right. So, out of the two, who do we feel has made the most impact? So, very quickly, I mean, I want you to hold on to that thought because there are, I'm going to name just maybe a number, a couple of players. From a, from a youth perspective anyway, because we said we might potentially add those in. So I know there's Davio Bobson. In fact, these are youth players, so players who haven't actually nec- necessarily broken through yet. Brian Brobby, uh-huh. Brian Broby um, Ajax. Who else is there? Myram and Baladu. Um, He's definitely scoring goals for Alkmaar at this moment in time. There are a number oh, of boys who are currently playing. Also, there's, um, sorry, uh, Jeremy Fringpong. He's, ma- he's, trying- he's making That's his decision. Line. He's playing at Celtic. Yeah. So he's currently making a decision as to whether he's going to play for Ghana or whether he's going to play for Holland. But there are a number of boys.
1: Just off topic, what do you think about especially the diaspora when it comes to decisions in, May, in playing for national teams? What do you think about it?
0: I, at this moment in time, my thoughts, are, I've explained this before, my thoughts are, I think the, the FA, the Ghana FA, I think need to find a way of connecting and networking with the diaspora in well, in Europe, not just England, in Europe. And yeah. it might not necessarily be a case of of course, you're going to try to pitch as high as possible. So it might not be a case of... You might not be able to get your hudson Doys when they're available, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. And, um, Eddie and Ketia. You might not be able to get yeah, those. Okay. There's going to be a lot of players maybe just below that tier who might be interested and might actually want to play for Ghana. And I think if you start there, then you've got a platform mm. in which to build on. I think... Do you know what,
1: yeah? I think getting the Eddie and Ketsias and... um I think it's more about the timing. That too. Naturally, what happens is, I think if we can nick them at under-15s and we throw them in the under-17s World Cup and and whatnot, basically, or under-21s World Cup or whatnot, they'll have a better shout. And the reason why I say that is because, naturally, those players will go from under-16s
0: England, under-17s, under-18s, under-19s, under-21s. And, uh, I, I and you know what? I actually echo that, and I think you have a better chance of securing the future there because not everybody. There's there's a huge pool of talented players at those ages. You know, the the ages we're discussing, 15, 16, 17s. Not everybody yeah. can play and fit in that starting eleven or that squad of eighteen. At that point, if you're mm. if you begin communication with with those boys and those parents and those agents, you can establish yeah. a relationship. And if they are torn okay. at some point as to who they want to represent at least you've had them in mind that whole time. Whereas Mine,
1: exactly.
0: Whereas if you picked them up when they're 21, 22, their heart is already on making their... Yes, yeah, like where have you been all this time? In Greenland, to Germany, out. Holland. And, but from a um, player's
1: perspective, from a player's perspective, what I would say is that our players need to be very um, careful because I'll give you an example. We've had some great, great... And this is not just Guardian players. This is just like... African players or Caribbean players in general. We've had some great, great players play for England, for instance, but which one of them like, are known as like an England legend? I feel like they're more known as club legends. So somebody like Ian Wright, he's known as an Arsenal legend. Yeah. You wouldn't really say he's an England legend like that because he, he didn't really get a shout and He got a couple... Appearances. He's got that. nine
0: caps. I could be talking rubbish, but I've looked at how does them he and Wright only have nine caps? Okay, let's push
1: it further. What about Andy Cole? Legend in the Premier League. Go speak for itself. Not a legend internationally. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that the players need to know. You see, when players like Didier Drogba, even players like Essien, Suleyman Tari, when they go back, Yaya Toure, when they go back to their countries. These are what you call heroes. You understand? Like players like Eto, George Weyer. When they go back to the is it me or is George Weah actually the president of the country or something? Yeah, uh, Liberia, sorry. He Wright has Liberia.
0: thirty-three caps, so he's got nine goals though. But I mean, like as you say, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a he's a hero and he's a legend in North London and, and let's say the country, because he is, but as an yeah. international player, he doesn't have the recognition he should have if had he played for Humanity.
1: None of them do. Les Ferdinand, all these kind of guys. They've got, you know what I'm saying, big, big um, names in the Premier League or whatnot. We could take it back as far as people like reach Like <laughs> A lot of, what do you call it, a lot of talent in the league, but internationally, there's not that much recognition for them. So I just feel like maybe we need to start playing for where the love is at and recognition. Obviously, gap between England and other teams basically may falsely appear to be better but when you go to national tournaments they're not that far off basically do you know what I'm saying like they're coming out at the same times as Nigeria awards you know what I'm saying or Garnold kind of thing do you know what I mean but anyway yeah moving on
0: just to echo that I mean I don't know if you've seen this so I know Didier drogba no, um, I know Yaya Torre has lent his support to Didier Drogba as to becoming yes, the president of yes. the Ivorian yes. NFA yes. so yes. Didier Drogba now like I wanna move on very quickly because we spent a lot of time talking about Holland and other things and now we've moved yeah. to another discussion. But like Didier Joe when he first came to the UK, he wasn't a love player. He to be honest with you, I don't even think he was a good
1: player at that point.
0: To uh, be I'll honest be honest, honest. likewise. <laughs> likewise, sorry.
1: <laughs> I, I wasn't rating him. To me, it was it was very bulldozish clumsiness that was just perseverance that was getting him through. But as time went along, he adjusted very well. And you can actually see is one of the Premier League's great strikers. You know what I'm saying? I'd Definitely agree. An example, and
0: I'd on that subject, I want to move on. On that subject, so we're talking about Didier Drogba. Had he played for France or, I- or Ivory, Co- Ivory Coast? Sorry. So Ivory Coast, he's a legend. There's no ifs, buts or maybes. Exactly, and he's an individual yeah. who could potentially have to become president one day. I don't know if he has any... Uh, yes, I believe um, so. I mean, from, uh, For the, political, political, the political stuff he's done. Yeah, 100%. And now I'm going to very, very quickly draw a comparison. And I'm not saying he hasn't done nothing, or I'm not saying he's done anything wrong, in fact. But, like, we're going to go into Italy and we're going to go into France, where both in, well, we've had this discussion very briefly off air as to Abedi Pelé and Marcel Desailly. Both legends, both mm. legends. But I'm sure they're looked at very, very differently. Or no. I'm yes. not saying very differently. I'm sure they're looked at differently.
1: No, I think very differently because somebody like Desai, remember, because I've gone to Ghana so many times, I've seen these things, you know what I'm saying? So somebody like Desai, yeah, he's a footballing star in Ghana, but he's not a hero. Because it's always going to be that, oh, you left and went and played for France, basically. So you don't have that hero status in Ghana. Whereas if you see Abedi Pele, he's getting mocked. He's getting... It's, a, it's standard. He's getting mobbed, Like, people running up to him, pictures, all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Not to say that um, that's how you won't get pictures, but it's a mob situation with um, people like um, de 100%. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? With people like him and Tony Eboa and all these kind of... Like, it's different. You know that's I mean? another legend. Yeah.
0: All right, so on that subject, I want to move on. So where do you want to go? Yeah. Do you want to go England, Germany, or France? Let's lift. Should we do Italy first?
1: Yeah, sorry, I didn't even say players.
0: it. Okay, because that's another place where we've had some Ghanaians there. Okay, okay, so do you want to go first and name your first player? I will go with Italy. I'll
1: go with Steven up here
0: Fantastic. Okay, do you want to say anything very briefly or anything? It might might not be uh,
1: Steven up here Fantastic. Also known as Capito, played for Juve in the early days. Tore up the what do you call it? The Italian league. He's he's just solid, you know. What I'm saying, like, he was probably the fir- one of the first Ghanaians to showcase their talent amongst many other world class midfielders without having so much of a without having so much recognition. It was almost like a like a Yaya Toure at Barcelona kind of vibe, whereas like he was one of the main guys in and amongst. In and yeah, and del- you know, Piero, Ned, I mean, yeah,
0: we've all seen it, so. Yeah. I'm very yeah, well. Sorry. Okay, my next player. Okay, well, I, I, I want to go light. Not actually, I'm not going to say light. I'm just giving them their recognition. I'm. I don't believe they're in and amongst the conversation as to having or making the most impact. But these are my mm. players. So, okay, I'm going to go and Badu. So Badu played for I think Udin No, he didn't play for Udinese. Yes, right. yeah.
1: Udinese, yes, Yes, but He no, played for Udinese, I
0: and I think he before. played for. I think he's alone at Verona at this moment in time. But he's played in yeah. Italy for nine years, and I think he. Oh, he scored the winning penalty, actually, for the one of the um, the World Cup victories at under twenty or under seventeen level. So Badu is yeah. my next pick. Who's your next pick?
1: My next pick, I can go with Asamoah. Oh, strong. <laughs> yeah, he came. He came straight out of that under twenty winning team. Yeah, and just propelled. You know what I'm saying? Done fantastic. I, I think he's at he's at U, at Uv, and Inter,
0: and there's one and more Inter. And Udinese,
1: one, you know, uh, playing the same side as Badu. Yes, Udinese as well. Fantastic player. Left foot is 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 an iron rod, mate. Do you know what I mean? Um yeah, gets up and down very good defensively and attacking. All, as an all-rounder, he's very solid. And surprisingly, surprisingly, he's very good technically. And I say that because most of the homegrown players that come from Ghana. Unless it's mid, unless it's midfield players, unless it's midfield players, they're not they're not necessarily. I don't necessarily see them as great technically,
0: but yeah. You know what will surprise I you? I'm going to move on, but just summing up, he's he's played in Italy his whole life. That's um, um, right, his whole career. Has he? Yeah, I, I checked it today. So he's never he, he, he never played in Ghana. All right, one second. I mean, I'll uh, okay. I want to name my next player anyway, and then I'll research yeah. you when you're talking. Okay. So my next player, I'm going to keep it quite brief on him. Um, He had a stint in England before moving out to Italy, but I'm going to go with Kevin Prince-Boatang playing for AC Milan in a very quite flamboyant side, I'm going to say, but at the same time playing for Fiorentina. Mm, Who's your next player? Uh,
1: My next player, he wasn't even on on my list, but he's just come to mind right now. I would say Suley Montari. And I would say that because I feel like that's where he made his biggest impact. Do you know what I'm saying? He obviously started off in England. Well, like when he became known, he was in England at Pompey, Portsmouth, and then Jose Mourinho obviously took a liking to him to the point where it was it was very widely known that anything Jose Mourinho says is what he would do, basically. Do you know what I'm saying? He played at Inter. He won the what do you call it? He won the treble over there. He also obviously won the Champions League over there. And and that Inter Milan side, was very middle aged at the time. Yeah, he really, really done his thing at that at that team kind of thing. So yeah, that will be one of my guys.
0: Cool. I'm just gonna fling in one or two other individuals. Actually, I just forgot what I was gonna say. On Asamoah, he, he he sorry, he played. He started in Ghana, but his youth career was yeah. also at Torino.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: yeah, and the, so yeah, so from Torino, made his debut, and then from there, plied his way, obviously, yeah, career in Italy. Not gonna say too much on Essien. I know he played for AC Milan. But the next just throwing it. I know Asim Ajan played in Italy as well. Forget he might have played for Torino, I'm not too sure. But
1: the
0: I want to go straight to the big guns, if I'm honest, and the discussion yeah. we had. So I'm going with Marcel Desailly. And the reason why I say Marcel Desailly, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a conversation mm-hmm. as to who had the biggest impact in Italy in just a moment, all right? Mm. And then obviously France, because I know these two in particular, the next person you're gonna name. Is probably going to be a discussion we're going to have in regards to Italy. But Marcel Desailly won several league titles, obviously with AC Milan. Uh, won the European Cup with AC Milan. Um, played that played at centre midfield to begin with, and then obviously made his um, made his name or further established himself as a centre half. Scored the winning goal or the fourth goal, um, quite an iconic goal in the European Cup final against Barcelona. I think this was in ninety ninety four. I think it was in ninety four. Um, so. For me, or my next one anyway, is Marcel Desailly. Um, so, have you got another one? Or
1: yeah, that was my last one actually, Desailly.
0: Cool. My 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 other one was Abedi Pele. In that, I think he may have played for Torino as well. Mm. I know there are other Ghanaians in which have played for, or so not played for, played in Italy. There's a number of Ghanaians playing in Italy at this moment in time. And obviously, again, this is why I say it's interactive. By all means, just hit me up at Team Ghana EU. And obviously, just name the, 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 the other Ghanaians playing in Italy at this moment time. When there are games in Serie A, I generally give shine and give light to individuals who are playing well anyway. So, by all means, let's, let's, let's make this interactive. Who do you think had the, the biggest impact in Italy? Um,
1: or honest, even a moment.
0: You can, it can even be a moment. In Italy. Oh, 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 one second. We've been waiting said Mario Balotelli. Yeah, oh <laughs> no, we're I'm not saying he's had the biggest thing. impact, I'm just saying yeah. he's just another he's individual who yeah. I mean, he came out of he was the golden boy, um, at Inter Milan. Yeah. No, I mean, golden boy, I mean, he actually won the the, the, um, the award for being the best young player in the world. Um, yeah, one played a part in that trouble winning team. He played for Milan, played for Inter Milan, currently playing for Russia, and he might have played for someone else, I'm not too sure. I think they're if we're talking about uh,
1: impact, then he's probably going to take the lot, to be honest with you, because, because he, he's been impactful in so many different ways. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Speak
0: on it. Go on, I love this. Go on.
1: Yeah, so, like, whether it was on the field, off the field training, antics, fights, <laughs> lifestyle, fashion, where else can we go? Um, um, you can go with the fact like, that
0: he was the first Ghanaian to actually play for Italy, So, or first black person to play for Italy. So, in regards yeah, to actually yeah. impact... Yeah, mm. we can actually go with Balotelli, but let's go with the person who's made the most. Actually, I was going to repeat the word impact. Yeah. Outside of him,
1: I think. Outside of him, I think most definitely Desai. Okay. Outside of him, yeah, because there was just with Desai, I kind of believe that because he wasn't exactly the African that was playing in in Italy. He was probably viewed a little bit different, if that yeah. makes sense. So it was more like the Frenchman that's playing in Italy. Do you know what I'm saying? And him as a player was absolute colossus. There's there's very few like him that have played. Do you know what I'm saying? He's he's in that obviously he's a World Cup winner. <laughs> that says it all. Do you know what I'm saying? Um and just everything that he used to do, like attitude um towards the game. Performances have been um, spot on, you know. what I'm saying I've, to this day, I haven't heard a bad word about it to be honest with you, but yeah,
0: cool. Okay, so for the next country, we're going to talk about Germany. Um, I'll go first actually in regards to this one. So, the first person I actually want to choose is Charles Ganfi, and the reason I want to choose Charles Ganfi is obviously for those, for those for the Ghanaian historians, he, he, he was the manager who led us to, I want to say, two from what I know. African nation, so in 63 and in 65, I believe I'm correct in saying so. But even away from that and in relation to Germany, I believe he was the first African to actually play in Europe and playing for Fortuna Dosseldorf. Um, so for me, yeah. that's very impactful. And I think he's someone who's definitely worthy of a, a nomination. Okay, okay.
1: Nice, 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 nice. Good on, good on. Since we're going for the big guns, I'll go for Tanko
0: didn't have that on my list, but yeah, that's that's a good
1: one. Fantastic player, won the Champions League also. I think he was the first Ghanaian to actually win the Champions League. Who, first, sorry, Ghana?
0: Second.
1: With who? One second, I had it here. I'll tell you right now.
0: It doesn't matter. I'll continue, you just interrupt me. Okay, my next person cool. is Alfonso Davis. So I know he doesn't necessarily have Ghanaian blood, but obviously he was born in Ghana. Um obviously he went to Canada and now he plays for Bayern. I think he's flying, well, he's one of the individuals definitely flying the flag for Ghana in in regards to, and well, flying the flag in regards to anyone, if I'm honest, in in terms of his abilities. He's a a top performer, top left back, um, and he's my next individual. Whilst you're still looking for um, who he played for, who he won the European Cup with, I'm going to go on to someone else. I'm going to go on to Otto Addo. So, um, Otto Addo. So, Nice one. I, think, I don't know. I think he got 50. years, so I can see here. He got made, well, got 15 caps of Ghana, but he'd been away from yeah. that. Played for Dortmund for, I don't know how long he played for Dortmund for, but he won the Bundesliga in 2001 2002 season. And then he That's went on to be a talent coach at Dortmund as well. So he worked under, sorry, who's your manager for Liverpool? Uh, Klopp. Yeah, so he worked under Klopp. Yes, he worked under Klopp. So he's a nomination for me as well.
1: So interesting to that. Um I think they would have been in this he would have been in the same team as Tanko because Tanko was at um, Dortmund at that in that period also as well.
0: You got anyone else?
1: Uh yeah, of course. After that we can go to Sammy Koufour. Okay, go on talking. it. The big great legend, Samuel Koufour, famously known first for banging the ground against the loss um against Man United. Right, okay. And then, um coming back the next year. And and taking the Champions League, he's actually won everything in the German league system, as well as the um, Champions League. Also, was the Club World Player of that uh, competition. Yeah, they gave him a they gave him a um, a car for that. Actually, I've seen him driving in Ghana a couple okay. of years back, like a Jeep thing, a yellow Jeep.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, Mister Mister Reliable, blood, sweat, and tears. One of those players that really wore his heart on his sleeve.
0: I mean, I've actually seen, and we're going to—I'm going to name someone in just a moment. But I mean, regards to um, and because we're going to have a a further discussion as to who's made the most impact or who's probably the most decorated um, African player, whether it's in Europe or in general. But he won like nine, ten, nine or ten Bundesliga's. I mean, that is incredible. I mean, incredible. That's incredible. (laughs) So that's something that you 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 can't—you know—turn your head away from. So. I mean, I my hat to him in the past 12 years. Time. So my next person is Anthony Buffo. It might it might be Anthony, but um, oh. the reason why I'm nominating him, he's probably someone who might be overlooked again, very similar to Otto Addo as well. And the reason why I say that is because I think he was born in Germany, and yes, he had a youth career in Germany. He began his youth career in Germany and then played most of his career in Germany. He played for Fortuna and Fortuna Düsseldorf, Cologne, and obviously a number of clubs as well. But after retiring, he's become, um, he's become, I don't want to say an ambassador, but he's certainly become a figurehead at CAF among one or two other things as well. So I feel he's had a strong impact, whether it's in German football, to which obviously where he was born and lived most of his life, but at the same time he's now having an impact with African football. So I thought I'd just throw him in there in the mix as to maybe nominating someone who's had um, a good impact on the most impact in African football. You got anyone else?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll go for Jerome Boateng.
0: Another big one.
1: He's one of the heavy hitters. He's won. I think he's won nearly ten uh, Bundesliga's. He's a World Cup winner. Yeah, he's won everything in Germany. Actually, had a short stint at Man City. Yeah, I
0: remember.
1: Uh, very reliable defender. Another one without all of the African passion, should I say? Very, he's he very much the cool defender, I, and I, at the I same time, you're... he's very. He's very much tied to his Ghanaian roots through um, through his father. Him and his brother actually uh, started off playing for Hertha. They both played for Hertha. His brother, obviously, being the older one, going through the ranks first, and then him naturally um, also progressing. He was actually at Man City before he went to Bayern Munich. And then, yeah, obviously, he's been at Bayern Munich since 2011. He's gone through all of the, the German... He's gone through all the German national team uh, ranks and he's somebody that you can say that he's really done his thing. Like he's, yeah, I'm very happy with what I've I've seen from him.
0: Cool. My next person, sorry, in and and I think he's a dark horse for one of the most decorated Ghanaian players. He hasn't retired yet. I'm not saying yeah. he <laughs> is. Like, I don't think he is, yeah, but he's a dark yeah, horse. Yeah. But yeah, yes, just yeah, very yeah. quickly, just touching on... I'm going to touch on this individual. Yeah, I can't, I can't do two in a row. It's one each. Okay, so my next person is Hans Sarpai. So, again, someone who's played a lot of his career in Germany, yes. amassing in total 250 appearances for a number of clubs. But also, I think he's kind of flown the flag in regards to discrimination and things of the nature. So, he's an individual who, for me, um, has to be thrown in there. Um, I believe I'm trying to look at my list. How many more do I have? I think I only have one more, so, but I believe that's going to be your your last one, unless you have another one apart from that?
1: My other one would have been Kevin Prince, which is just the naturally, the brother. Yeah. But, yeah. Obviously, having played for, having played in England, he's also come from Germany, born in Germany, and done quite a, done very well, (laughs) done very well in Germany, kind of thing. So, yeah. He's done, he's somebody that's kind of hopped about um, in different places, but um, still managed to have like a very medium achieved career. So um, yeah, th- that would be my other um, player. Cool. Uh, so, um,
0: actually, I wasn't even thinking of him, but which was someone who I perhaps overlook actually, because he's, he again has been very impactful in Germany as to numbers. And again, you mentioned someone in regards to fashion, you were talking about Balotelli. So Kevin prince Buratang, likewise, i to yeah. think also Kevin, I believe, in regards to fashion and things of that nature. I know that yeah. that's his thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good nomination. My next one and my final one is Tony Yoboa. and I just feel it can't it can't be overlooked as to his impact um, in European football in general, but in Germany is where he made his name. So in a total you think, un- Do you think he made
1: his name more in Germany than
0: in England? All right, let me tell you this. So again, that's an okay, we'll we'll extend the conversation. So added time. I know five minutes has gone, but that's a straight added time because we're gonna have a conversation yeah. on that. So Yoboa made 100, I'm glad you said that. 123 appearances for Frankfurt. I think in two different spells. I could be wrong, but I think it's in two different spells where he scored 68. So he was... Yes, yeah, it's 68. So he had a one in two ratio. All right. Away yeah, from yeah. that, very similar to Hans Sarpai. I only knew this only literally yesterday or the day before in which I made a post. But he again was uh, someone who spoke out in regards to discrimination and things of that nature. By the way, in yeah. Germany, they're quite good in, with things of that nature anyway, but I'm not too sure what the what the landscape was at that time. But these are things yeah. I'm standing up for. So, yeah, for me, Tony yaboa wow. We've got some big hitters here as to making a decision as to who has made the most impact. But Tony yaboa and we'll have that conversation. We'll have that conversation when we're talking about England, actually, as to where Tony yaboa yeah. made the most impact. Again, I'm going to throw... I'm going to put the ball back in your court. Who do you think's made the most impact in Germany? You've got some big hitters here. So you've got Tang, Boateng, Kufor... I think they're the big three for me, but I mean, honestly, if you have got someone else, no,
1: I think they're definitely the big three. Okay, so when we're looking at big hitters, I think we've got to. Uh, it, this one, I think we're gonna have to kind of share it, share it um, along the board. <laughs> I was thinking and, the same thing, and the reason why I'm gonna share it along the board, basically, I would throw in Tanko for actually paving the way. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of the times, for players coming from a country... Sorry, can I just be... I want you
0: to finish. By the way, there was another Asamoah, I believe, who played for Germany in the 2002 World Cup. And he might have... If he didn't start for Germany, he played an active role in their run to the final. He's someone who we've just missed out or not mentioned. Yeah. But that's another one. But sorry, continue in regards to paving the way. They always... Uh, when it comes to players having influxes
1: in certain countries, there always has to be that one person that kind of paves the way. Cool. So if you look at, let's just say, Italy, for instance, like you've got people like Desai that would have kind of like paved the way for the rest of them to come through. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then you've got people in Germany, I believe that you can't forget about people that Tanko that done it so many years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? So sure, it's very quickly and-
0: because... The name Tanko, um, I know the name, but I don't know too much about him. So, did he play before um, Kufo or same time?
1: Roughly around the same time, just before. So, let me get it for you. Um, he won his Champions League, I think in 2001, I think it was, or, or slightly before that. But, um, in short, his time was before Kufo's time. Okay, you know what I mean, cool. so um, yeah, he what do you call it? He was definitely um, somebody that paved the way. However, moving forward, obviously, the, the extent that Sammy Kufor is taking it to, he is probably Ghana's like, especially for people that are living in Ghana and very much uh, attached to the culture. He is probably the ambassador that flies that I played in Germany, kind of like. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's somebody that you can say, Do you know what? This guy, we know he played in Germany. We know he was successful. And he was a great player as well. But then you've got an argument for Jerome Bolton. He's, he's won it seven times. Ta- he's won it. I, I just counted. It. He's won it seven times.
0: So, it's very cool. so let's cut you up there. Um, I want you to continue. Tanco won it in 96. I remember that final yeah. very well. Because so I knew Tanko didn't play in the same era as Kufor. He played in that final yeah. where Bruce Dorman beat Juventus 3-1.
1: Yes, yes, I remember watching that final. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you're
0: playing that final. Okay, cool. So yeah, he was so, before. So he was
1: before, basically, yeah. Yes, yeah, so he was a few years before. Yeah. So and I've seen it. Um, I've seen it from from the scouting aspects in Ghana because I've been invited to a couple of different scouting um, events in Ghana where they have scouts come over from abroad to watch exhibition matches. And it really does happen. So, if one player goes through to a team in somewhere in Europe and he does well, it opens the door for more players to either go to the same club or go to different clubs in that same league. So, this is what we are um, actually seeing. Obviously, Jerome Boateng and Kevin Prince did is a bit different. They are actually the what we would call the diaspora to the because he's won the World Cup. Uh, it's
0: hard, man. It's hard. I'm going to
1: give this to you. I'm going to give this to you. It's very hard. All right. Um, hard. I
0: personally feel we've had a discussion off air. I don't think you can... You can't... It, it can't go anywhere. No, I don't, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it can't go anywhere else, but I think you have to give it to Sammy Kufour. I think in that he's the most decorated. Yeah. He's the most iconic. He Captain Ghana, correct? Yeah. All right, yeah. For me, you can't give him... Ha- I feel you have to give it to Sammy Kufour. Although I do believe Tony yaboa is right up there, right up there with him alongside people like Tanko, but for different reasons. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying to you. You've got to stretch it across the board, but for different uh, reasons. Likewise,
0: right your and Bro Tang winning the World Cup is no <laughs> as, yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's the highest the level of achievement in people. The
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: 100%. Cool, let's 100%. move on to let's go France and then we'll finish with England. France,
1: I've got down. Abedi Pele. Okay, cool. we we'll start off uh, with him. Obviously, he made his name at Marseille.
0: Yeah.
1: Scoring bags of goals at Marseille. And then also done well for the national team, captain the national team. Abedi Pele. Uh, generally, when we're talking about talent now, because I feel like when you look across the board of the players that we've mentioned, a lot of them have been. On the dis- on the defensive side of things, yeah. So in this one here, now we're talking about attacking players, attacking midfield players, and forwards. So yeah, uh, Abedi Pele definitely, obviously a Champions League winner, played amongst some greats that have said even that they are. Uh, he's the best player that they've um, that they've played with, like Michel Platini and, and Cole. But yeah, definitely Abedi Pele. That would be my first one.
0: Cool. Uh, my next one. Essentially, played alongside him as well is Marcel Desai. So, playing that Champions League winning inside. I forget the year, I'm not too sure if it was 91, 92, or 93. As to winning yeah, the... 91, 92, yeah, so I forget what year it you just told me the year as to winning the Champions League with Marseille again, very instrumental before making his move to Italy. So, my next one is another strong one is Marcel Desai. In this one, I think in Italy, I think we might have had the conversation as to who had the bigger impact in Italy, and I think we kind of went, we lent on Desai, whereas I'm not too sure this one here. I think this one's going to be a little bit different because the clips, and I have to say clips because I was a little bit too young at the time, the clips I've yeah. seen at Bede Pele are frightening. <laughs> are frightening. Seriously, that's <laughs> frightening. The thing yeah. is, I didn't know. Frightening. So it's of no surprise to me he was one of the best players, certainly in Europe at the time. And, but yeah, yeah. So he's my next one. Who's your next one?
1: I'll go first if you... Andre are you? Ooh.
0: Haven't even got them down here. But that's another
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Andre are you? Um naturally they're they're two, well he's he's grown up in in France, occasionally was brought back to play um, with his dad's football team in Ghana called FC Nania. Fantastic player. He I think looking at it, he is probably the last of that breed of Blood, sweat and tears You know Like he is the last Where you can just The passion is just Bleeding through him Kind of thing Obviously He came through The Marseille ranks Got his pro at Marseille And um, Did very well over there You know So um, Every now and again We'll pop up with the old goal I think he's added more goals As his careers come down the line Definitely did well at Marseille Yeah Andre, are you?
0: Cool. My next one is John Mensah. Again, someone who captain Marseille. Might, mm. might, 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 Someone who might go under the radar in this list. Um, but he's another one who he played in England. And in fact, he what he's not actually on my list for individuals who played in England. He played in England as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah John Mensah. Um, I forget the side he played for in France. I was going to say Nantes or something along those lines. Nantes,
1: yeah,
0: Yeah. So that's um. one of the two. But again, yeah, John Mensah. He's my next nomination. Very reliable.
1: Yes, a very good person and person. I've seen him in Ghana, actually. But um, yeah, very good, very good guy. I was gonna stop there, but I would, I would have said Jordan Ayu, But I feel like his was very was just for the youth ranks kind of thing, and not that much done.
0: Cool. I've got a few more actually. So we've mentioned two of them already. So we've got Memphis Depay, who's currently in France, tearing up. Um, captain,
1: no, <laughs> current captain. Oh, you're Lyon. going
0: like that. Okay. Okay, I see what you're doing. Okay. Alright, uh, and then okay. you can't actually rule out I'm not saying he's um the person who's made the most impact, but Balotelli kind of found a resurgence when he went to France. He was playing for yeah. I forget the first side he played for. Um
1: Um uh Balotelli, he did, he did Um
0: was it Monaco? No, so he played for Marseille for a year and he played for someone Over else Leon. for a year as well. Um, that doesn't matter. Either. We'll come to that in a moment, or um, people can do their research in regards to that. But then you also can't rule out Michael Essien, um, who played for Lyon as well before moving yeah. to England uh, for a huge transfer. Yeah,
1: he, he played a good 70 something games for Lyon. I think he was there for about two years or so.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was there for a while. In fact, he won a couple of championships in France. Yeah, he won two. I think he won two. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Well, whilst we're having this conversation, I'm gonna quickly check. So Michael Essien, again, very instrumental in his time in Lyon. Um, who, yeah, are think, think was... of, who are you currently thinking of? Who you currently thinking at this moment in time as to making the most impact? Yeah, he won two, won two, won two league titles in France.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. Um, oh, this, without a shadow of doubt, Ben
0: Pilling. Yeah. Of okay, yeah, cool. Well, at least, question, at least but... Well, not, not that we've disagreed on anything, but that was quite simple for me. The, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of stats and things of those lines because I think stats need to be put into context as to watching someone okay. play and all that type of yeah. stuff. But the images I've seen of Abedé Pele, sorry, like this is this is a no-brainer <laughs> as to yeah, his impact. Uh, Particularly yeah. once you you draw them a line, you um, draw them in comparison to the titles he won in France uh, with Marseille. Yeah, yeah. For me, he's a without without shadow of a doubt. Uh, and let's English have it
1: right at, in that time in that time especially for the Ghanaian for the Ghanaian players that were playing abroad there was so much competition so much competition and the competition often led to one or two spats but yes uh, there was there was so much you know what I'm saying between people like the Kufours and the Tony Yiboas yep. you know uh, although it's funny because although Abel Pellet is probably one of our most prized players. He's often known for not bringing on the trophy. <laughs> Do you get it? So, like a lot of people question question him on that kind of thing. So, um, yeah.
0: All right, cool. So that was uh, so that was quite um, unanimous as to the impact in France. Okay, so the final one is England, somewhere where Whew. we're both very familiar, obviously in both. Um, living here and growing up here, I'll start first with in regards to England because again I was born here and I grew up here. Obviously, I have a bit more knowledge in regards to women's football as well. And I thought I'd put in one or two women in regards to their achievements. So my first person, in fact, I'll name them both. So Anita Asante and Rachel Yankee. So both of them were Rachel Yankee. I think she's got an OBE. I'm not too sure. Is an OBE yeah, or MBE? Yeah, but Thank I mean, I'll see. Yeah, why I think she's made in excess of, I think, close to maybe 100 appearances for England. Played at um, World Cup Olympics. Likewise, Anita Sante won several league titles at both Arsenal and both Chelsea FA Cups. So, very, very much decorated players in regards to their achievements in women's football. I thought it was going to be very, very difficult to not involve them in this list in regards to their achievements in England and Ireland. Yeah. I totally, I
1: totally agree because in England, to be honest with you, would I go as far as say? I think I can say that Rachel Yankee is probably the first English icon. I'm gonna be funny. Like, like, female icon, like, in terms, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think she was. I absolutely think she was. Because nobody funny. was getting the same kind of airtime that she was, adverts from, and all that.
0: From the list we have, like, see Anita Asante has done very, very well, won numerous FA Cups, um, lead titles and things of that nature, likewise represented England. But Rachel Yankee, I'm going to say, by way of profile, has a bigger profile. And I think it's going to be very, very difficult not to, well, include them both, but have Rachel Yankee not as the person who hasn't had the most or the biggest impact in English football. I don't think she is. Well, actually, I'm not too sure, actually. Um, Actually, I'm not too too sure. All right. But, yeah. Again, we'll have that conversation. So, they're my first two. Who's yours? I would have actually gone with,
1: in terms of Guardian players, I would I would go with Michael Essien. And the reason I would go with Essien is because when you've got somebody that is playing that well in, in a team that he was in and is solely responsible for... Thousands of people in Ghana supporting Chelsea <laughs> solely responsible for a lot of Ghanaian supporting Chelsea. I, I definitely believe that. Yeah, he's he, he's a very good one. Obviously, he too is decorated. Won the Premier League a couple of times, won FA Cup, League Cup, and also Champions League.
0: Yeah. Um. So just like in addition to what you said, I think sometimes it's one or two individuals and one or two players that is important. You don't gloss over. So in regards to Michael Essien. I think people forget, Michael Alessian was arguably the best player in the Premier League. There was one year where I think a lot of people said he should have won the Football Player of the League. Uh, sorry, um, the Player of the yeah, Year. Player's Player yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Yeah, he was nominated for Ballon d'Or and also yeah. World Player of the Year at the time, which was um, two different um, awards. And also yeah. in his time, obviously, moving from Lyon to Chelsea, it was the most expensive transfer fee for an African player. Yes, so yes, yes. Those things cannot be overlooked in this discussion. My yeah. next person... He's going to be, I'm going to throw a, uh, a curveball, and I'm going to throw them both in there because they play for the for the, for the same side. So, Daniel Amate and Jeffrey Schluck in that, obviously, winning the title of Leicester in 2016 or 17? I'm going to say 16, I think it was. Uh,
1: 16,
0: yeah. Yeah, 2016 16, for 17 so, season,
1: yeah.
0: As we know, obviously, Leicester were dark horses for um, the league title. And I'm not being funny, up until the last two, three weeks, I still thought, although I believe them, thought it was going to be very difficult for them not to... Win the title and for them to be caught by the likes of Arsenal or Tottenham. who are both chasing them at the time. I still find it very, very difficult to believe and understand that aside with, let's be honest, players with not notable um, profiles. We're going to go mediocre
1: sites Yes, so, sites
0: Jeffrey Slop, um, who I know made a number of appearances. Likewise, Daniel Mate. I, I think the notable names or nominations in this list, as to if not impact, certainly moment
1: yeah do you know what yeah here's the one that's gonna I, I think one that will spin the works a little bit and it's not there's not so much to do with um trophy cabinets or achievements but to do with impact he had at the time I'll go with john Panzer.
0: Ooh, he's not even on my list, but that's another one <laughs> yeah remember we've we've
1: both gonna seen him live yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And he was—he's one—he's one of the crowd. He's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so he's the type of—he's the type of individual that will fit perfectly into Liverpool squad right now, in terms of the, the antics and roaring up the crowd and all that kind of stuff. Like that was him all over. Very, very fun to watch and very, very entertaining. Good number two as well. Definitely a good number two.
0: Uh, my next one is—I I, mean—he's not been in any of our lists. In fact, no, we've we've mentioned him here and there, but for someone who's the top goal, top, um, highest goal scorer in Ghanaian history, it's a, bit, it's a bit weird that we haven't mentioned him as one of the mainstays in one of our lists. Certainly as... Yeah, 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 yeah. And his time at Sunderland, although it was very, very short, I'm going to say a season maybe, just over a season, mm. he was top goal scorer for Sunderland yeah. at the time. Um, but his antics, his goals, the time of his goals, important goals. I think he's, a, again, someone, a worthy nomination. I think he brought maybe... Part of a fun element to to the Premier League at that time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just off the You're back of the World Cup in 2010, maybe. Or, yeah,
1: 2000, yeah, yeah.
0: Off the back of that. 2010
1: actually. 2010. Yeah. yeah. My next person now we're going into a different kind of territory. Um, my next person would be Daniel Wobbett. Obviously, he was always under on the, on the fringe of the Man United team. Perfect. What we call. Sub, not really much of a starter, but did make an impact, especially towards the end um, of his time at Man United. So obviously won the Premier League. Yeah, if not for injury, I think he would definitely have been a player that that would have been in and amongst more things in the Premier League kind of thing. Also, one of, what do you call it, one of uh, Jose Mourinho's made a comment saying that he would have never sold Danny Robbick. You just don't sell those kind of players yeah I totally agree. um yeah, so Daniel Wewick's one of my players. Yeah.
0: one last comment on Daniel Wewick is that I believe he might have been uh, there might have been someone before, but I think he was probably one of the first Ghanaians to play for England actual um the senior side, yeah, well, if not the yeah. first one, certainly one of the most notable ones, definitely the most notable so did you mention Sulimentari for for England?
1: No, I haven't mentioned Sulimentari for England no.
0: oh, so he's my next one, so although we mentioned him, I think in Italy in regards yeah. to England in playing in that fantastic Portsmouth side who had loads of players, obviously we know, or well, for those in England who Can't know, Harry Rednap's a bit of a wizard when it comes to bringing, bringing the boys back together for one last hurrah. So, <laughs> with that, yeah. he brought in obviously Suleman Tari. They finished very well in the Premier League and also won the FA Cup as well. So, Suleman mm. for me, has got to be another individual who's got to be mentioned in that list. Anyone else on yeah. yourself?
1: Yeah, I'll go with... Here's where I think he made the most impact. I'll go with Tony Yaboa. Boom! Like, if you look at his highlights, it's probably <laughs> he's probably going to be most of it in the goals he scored against uh, the goals scored for Leeds, notably against Liverpool.
0: Yeah,
1: he had he, he's got a whole goal named after him. If somebody "Yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah,", yeah, yeah. Scored, scored a Tony, totally, he scored a Yeboah, You just know the ball. Yeah, gone. we used it's to say that as a kid. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ball's gone slamming off underneath the post and bounced about three times. <laughs> Yo.
0: Yeah, yeah no, was... I, I can't deny that. If I'm honest, he was only in England. I read it. He was only in England for one year and then he had a fallout with um, George Graham. So George Graham became mm-hmm. the new manager of Leeds and then he had a fallout and then he went back to Frankfurt. Um, I would say, so from, from a global sp- perspective, I will say that's probably where he had the most impact because I had no idea who Tony Oboa was in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah,
0: yeah, he scored phenomenal goals here. And he's a part of any conversation in regards to great moments in the UK. My next person is going to be, it's going to be Desai. Yeah, it's going to be Desai. And the reason why I say Desai, I, I know I'm not too sure. He, I'm not too sure what age he came to to London and to Chelsea. I'm from Milan, but when he came here, again, he came with He reput- came with a reputation because it, because of what he'd won. I'm not, I think he came after. Forget what year. I'm sure he was a World Cup winner at the time. So when he did arrive in London, it came with he came with a prestige. And again, being mm. Ghanaian you know that, you know I, I don't know. It just carried a bit. It carried a lot of weight, or certainly carried a bit of pride. Certainly, for someone like myself, anyway.
1: Of course, of course, of course, one hundred percent. My next player, if I bring it to the into the new school slightly, I'll go for Jordan ayou
0: Okay, I was, I, yeah. I was going
1: to pair them as the IU brothers, but yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I'll go for Jordan IU. Notably, because I feel like previously he's he'd been coasting. Like he was just a player that was just there. But especially within this last season, he has scored some very, very big impact goals. He, he's leading the line right now at Palace. And They've got some. They've actually got a decent amount of strikers that that possess a good a good quality. But yeah, he's leading the line, playing fantastic at the moment, scoring very very important goals. And if you if you ask me, technically, in this new era, I think he was one of the leaders of that that new era of African footballers. But obviously, with him, it would have been a little bit easier having had his youth experience at Marseille. So, um, yeah, that would be my, what do you call it, that would be one of my plays, yeah.
0: Cool. I'm going to name one last player. Yeah, one last player. So my last player, um, in fact, I was done actually, but my my last player is, again, Neil Ampty. So, I mean, for some individuals who may not know who Neil Amptey is, I think following playing in Holland, he came to England. I think he played for Coventry and he may have played for Aston Villa, one of the two. Sorry, he definitely played for Coventry, but he might have played for both. And I think it's important sure. that people who are maybe listening to this podcast maybe you do a bit of research in regards to Neil Amity. So very much a wizard, very technical. And I've said this before in previous posts and things of this nature, that our players sometimes need mentoring. And sometimes it, it needs an individual to cross that bridge in order for the rest of us to follow. And yes, of unfortunately, some of us have to cross that bridge. And some of us have to, have to take those those bows and arrows, those arrows, you know, by yeah. way of maybe, I'm not saying he he wasn't successful, but maybe not as successful as... He could have been, and yes. I think my previous conversations have been as to maybe players being mentored and being advised as to what they need to do, how they need to settle down, etc. 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 But he's someone for me who, again, obviously made an impact in England. Okay, I'm going to put the, the onus on yourself, but again, obviously, it's a conversation as to who you believe has had the most that, impact. In let, me,
1: let me just mention one or two more that I feel like um, deserve. A mention. Uh, I think Christian actually deserves a mention. Okay. Obviously, notably coming in um, at Chelsea. I think it was before. Then, obviously, going to going to Newcastle. to Newcastle. Obviously, up and coming stars like Hudson Odoi. Yeah. Deserve a mention. Fosu-Mensah at United deserves a mention. Yeah. This um, <laughs> is just the the next what I'll call the next generation of um, Ghanaian players that are doing well in the league so shout out to them also Eddie
0: um, and Ketia. and there's one more Eddie. I forget his name yeah. um, Eddie and Ketia. and also there's Tariq Lamptey who's recently broke through at Chelsea he's just moved actually to the yes, he so made his so Premier much. League debut against Arsenal or the Emirates and there's one more yeah, I forget yeah. his name literally just forgot his name oh god plays for Chelsea was alone at Leipzig had a very very good performance against Chelsea in the Champions League um, in the last round before see the tournament was suspended but he's another one with an extremely bright future Plays currently plays for Wales just forgot his name yeah okay, okay cool yeah, okay. Um, so I don't know if you answered my question but who do, you, who do you feel has had the most impact
1: out of those players there that we've mentioned I would like to say I would like to say maybe uh, maybe Essien cool
0: I don't yeah I
1: sorry go on the reason I would say Essien is because the impact that he had when he came on the scene at Chelsea and for him to hold that position, arguably, you can say him being a master at cleaning up and going box-to-box box has actually allowed players like Lampard to even flourish and do their thing even more further down the field. And he done it for a notable amount of years. So, yeah, in my opinion, I, I, I'll probably give it to him.
0: Cool. I don't think I can um, can move too far away from that. I do believe it probably will go to sn because of the amount of time or for the duration in regards to consistency and quality and delivering on the biggest stage. So I would agree with that. I'm going to go for maybe biggest impact. I'm going to say Yeboah, though. He was in and out. Boom, and he was gone. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Impact-wise. I, I, but you know what, though? Impact wise, of course, you're both a hundred percent agree with what you're saying, but what about Balotelli?
0: You know what someone said? I've, I've been listening, I watched, I listen to talks quite often. Do you know yeah. Balotelli's only assist in the Premier League was that assist for Aguero?
1: And listen, that will forever go down, even if he had made 20 other assists, no one will remember them apart from that 20, uh, apart from that assist that he. Did. Uh, that he gave to Aguero and do you know what it was about that assist that is what you call brilliance yes in terms in terms of the way he held up the ball the yep. patience and then the layoff these are things that you these are things that you learn in the youth team coming up in training yeah and then a lot of players can't even emulate it when they get to um, the first team but that goal had everything everything you know what I'm saying and he was the, he I would say was definitely the mastermind in that goal 100% you know 100% is the mastermind, he was yeah. actually
0: someone who we actually didn't actually mention and put in our list but I think Balotelli for his impact in and, America, I think you've got to mention you've got to mention him people and to- do you know what remember, do you know what we forget
1: yeah. Sir, it's he was so young when he did it he's probably about twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. yep do you know what I mean and and the kind of stuff he was doing on the football pitch was ridiculous (laughs) we'd never seen it before no do you know what I mean but yeah anyway
0: yeah so Balotelli is very much a Marmite figure you either like him or you hate him sorry the name I I I, I forgot as to play for Leipzig was Ethan Ampadu he's going to be class when he comes through you'll see anyway he'll start dictating playing at the back and all that type of stuff in the middle of the park or the back okay that's it actually for yeah that's it for for, um, for the leagues that we're covering now cool. let's have a very very brief conversation as to having the most impact overall
1: yes having the most impact overall very very and um, when we say impact what are we talking about because to me there's different types there's impact in, in, in terms of your ability there's impact in terms of what you've won so, okay. let me help you there.
0: So, for me, I want to do two things. For me, biggest impact, all right, and that could be over a period of time and then also the most decorated player. Okay. We might disagree ever so slightly on one. or We might disagree in general, but, I mean, it's about getting your opinion out there. So, I'm going to hand over to you. In fact, we both got to make a decision on who we feel has made the biggest impact. Um,
1: Biggest impact. Biggest impact. Biggest impact. I'm gonna go with Michael Essien.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. And the reason and the why reason I say why that
1: to... go, on. go on. The reason why I'm gonna say Michael Essien is because if you said to anybody, name your guardian player that played in the Premier League, I think he's the first the first person that they're gonna mention. Yeah. I think he's the first person that they're gonna mention, yeah. yeah. the they're going to mention. hands down, you did they will never leave him out. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, hundred percent. And 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 the consistency that of what he did. You yeah, know, A lot of these players came in and out like a couple of years here and let, he done it consistently for years upon end. So, yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah, I mean, there's a number of individuals you can mention such as Yeboah coming in and out, but that's probably not enough. Abedé yeah. Pele, obviously, he had years and time of brilliance, obviously, at Marseille. But it's very difficult for me to actually make a, a, a judgment on Abedé Pele because I didn't really watch or know too much. Whereas Essien, yeah. as you mentioned before, if you, if you say what's... I mean, yeah... Essien is synonymous with playing with Chelsea, playing for Ghana, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, he's had the biggest impact out of the Ghanaians. And there's been many. Let it, be, let it be noted. There's been many that we probably haven't even mentioned and have gone underneath the radar. Of so course. Essien has been an individual I, I, who's probably made the most impact. Story. do you know
1: what, yeah? Another one I'll give you that went under the radar from from both of us was Derek Button. What yeah. a player. Well, and to be honest with you, I think he was one of the most technical players that um that got, um that we had. Derek Button was very very technical, very very A lot of respect for him anyway so
0: okay, and on to decorated this for me there's uh, there's four for me for, yeah, I'll go first for me there's four nominations. We mentioned before we mentioned it before in regards to England and um, Rachel Yankee. Then for me it's um, Jerome Beratang and then um Sammy Koufou, and there's someone else in Germany, I forget who it was. Sammy, Sammy Koufou, Jerome did you, say,
1: did you not say um, I think you said Bailey Petty you said then, yeah?
0: No, Desai, I think.
1: Yes, was it Desai? He didn't uh, play German, did not play Germany, did
0: No, so no he didn't. So I'm gonna go so I let let me go for my nominations again. For me it's I just mentioned a name,
1: Rachel Yankee.
0: Yeah, so yeah, my nominations are Rachel Yankee, Jerome Boateng, Sammy Kufour, and I'm gonna go Desai. Yeah, I'm going Desai. He won the World Cup and European Championships. They're my nominations.
1: Yes, I think I'd agree with that because I w- I would have went Jerome Bolton, I would have also went Sammy Kufour, Desai. And yeah, Rachel Yankee, hundred percent. Those are my yeah from all the, from all that we've actually said. But I know who do you think the most decorated is? All
0: right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you actually a real answer. So yeah, no, I don't think I'm wrong. I think and Rachel Yankee's had significant impact in English football, but on a world yeah. not, not that she hasn't on a world on a world scale, but her profile isn't as big as some of the other individuals. Of Sammy, course, yeah. Sammy Kufor. Yeah. Sammy Kufo, if I'm to pair him up against Marcel Desailly wow that's a big one there
1: <laughs> that's a big
0: one because I think my winner's going to come out of them too but truth be told at this moment in time we don't know when Jerome Brotan is going to end his career and there's every chance I'm not saying he's going to become the most decorated but depending on, on how long he extends his career there's every chance he can push them a little bit more but I'm going to go because he played for Ghana, and he was a, essentially a one-man club. I'm going to go with Sami Kufor. You're going to go with Sami Kufor. Someone might say Desai because he played in different leagues. He won league out, yeah. Someone say, oh, he won European cups in two different with two different clubs.
1: Um, yes. Um, mm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Now nah, he's only got one. Uh, he's only got one um, Champions League.
0: Who? They say so He won it with Milan, and he won it with with Marseille.
1: Um, I don't think he won it with Milan. You know, he
0: did. He scored the winning goal against Barcelona when they were four 0
1: I think that's the Super Cup. No, definitely oh, not. No. no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. That's yes, yes. You're right. Ninety ninety two, and that's back to back years, actually with two different clubs. Yeah, Amazing. 92, 93, 93, 94, yeah. 94, yeah, yeah, back-to-back years, 100%. Yeah, fantastic. I think, yeah, I think I would love to give it to um, to Desai. Same here, you know, actually, I'm just thinking again. However, however, <laughs> however, I think I'm going to give it to John Bottom. Because, the reason why I say that, because when I look at it, he's won everything. He's won more league titles than they say. He's won more league titles than Sammy Kufour. He's also won the World Cup. He's won everything in Germany that there is to win. And he's still going strong. At this moment in time, he is on course for, I think, his ninth league title, uh, in, Germany. League, league
0: title in Germany. Yeah, I think they're four points clear with nine games to go. By the way, German football's back this weekend. I, by the time this podcast, would have aired Shouts
1: I think the, the first the games Germans. would have played, been played. Shouts out to the German social distance in the right way the league is back. The people can live. <laughs> you know like no football in England is like is there? Is there even in England?
0: Like, so you're going to Jerome Yeah, I have to give it to Jerome Boateng. You know what? That, you know, it's been a, that's been a very big good conversation. Alright, cool. <laughs> We're going to leave it there, but very, very quickly, do you want to give your socials as to the Medusa Bar in, in Ghana? One last time.
1: Yeah, you can catch us on Instagram, uh, Gh, So um, that's medusalounge.gh. Uh, we're currently based in Osu, on number three, Kuku Hill Crescent. You can look it up. It's on Google Maps. We're a lounge. Um, come through, have drinks, listen to good music, dance the night away smoky sheesh if that's what you're into and yeah like good vibes you know good vibes so if cool. you're ever in Ghana or you currently live in Ghana then check us out that's what I can say really
0: that's it for another um, week's episode um, as always if you've got any questions or queries email us at EU at gmail.com tweet us or DM us at EU on IG or on Twitter thank you take care and we'll see you in a couple of weeks